FinOps Insights, Strategic Tagging for Optimal Cloud Management. Hi, everybody. My name is John Kuntz, and welcome to another edition of the Cloud Collective Podcast. Today, we will be talking to FinOps Certified Practitioner and Patent Holder, Perini, as he shares valuable advice for those embarking on a corporate FinOps journey, especially some of the tagging pitfalls and mistakes many FinOps practitioners can make before they ever get started. Welcome to the show, Shrini. Thank you, John. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's great to have you on the show. This is actually a topic that I ran into a bunch of years ago when we were trying to do some cloud management engagements, and we found that the client wanted to actually move forward, but struggled. And it all came down to they just didn't really have a, a good tagging strategy. So I'm really excited to talk about that today. Yeah. Before we get started, um, you, you have an impressive LinkedIn profile. Just give us a little more background and how you got into what I called off the FinOps business in the, or in the tagging business, if you will. Yeah, thanks for asking. Let me introduce myself quickly. Uh, my name is Srini Vasulu Maheshwaram. I go by Srini. Uh, currently, I'm working as a principal architect in uh, Kindle's uh, cloud practice uh, delivery organization. I'm also a certified finance practitioner. I have more than 23 years of uh, IT experience. I worked in various uh, architect capacity uh, roles like uh, enterprise architect, principal architect, solution architect uh, across the uh, North America, Asia Pacific, EU, uh, across uh, different domains like uh, transport, retail, telecom, and many of the public sector clients. And uh, my primary job is to uh, provide architecture solutions, uh, design uh, complex distributed systems, mission critical systems. So in my current job, I am actually uh, delivering uh, modern IT operation solutions uh, along with the modern op operations applications as well. So cost and asset management is one of the application or the solution I delivered, it basically used by many clients for cost management. And that's my association with the tagging automatically it led me to, right? because anything to measure that requires a association for whom, what is the metric that we are measuring. In the cost and asset management, very quickly I realized after deploying it to several customers, the customer's tag coverage on the cloud providers or even on the on-prem typically is like at 30%, not more than that in the initial days, what we have seen. And though the application has powerful features, because there is lack of tagging, the outcomes are not so great. So the value of the solution was not benefited by the customer. So very quickly, I realized there is a need to put together a module or lifecycle management module for tag management from defining a schema, defining the library, the taxonomy, and doing the tag analysis and running a compliance report and doing a reconciliation and letting the teams do the remediation of the tagging. Right? This is uh, how I got into the tagging. And now with FinOps, it's even more uh, relevant. Let's unpack that a little bit. You talked about what is tagging, but what is it concerning FinOps? And, and what are some of the benefits companies get once they have integrated tagging into their, I'll call it their operations or their FinOps uh, practice? That's a great question again. So uh, let me quickly introduce uh, FinOps or Cloud Financial Operations is a new uh, financial operating model for the cloud and it includes public cloud, private cloud as well. So it basically brings the financial accountability and creates a cost-conscious culture by bridging the gap between IT finance teams, the 
uh, operations teams, the business teams, and the technology teams uh, together. And FinOps has primarily the three phases, like the informed phase and optimized phase and operate phase. And in the informed phase, the essence is to bring visibility into the cloud. Who is consuming what? With the cloud, there is no need to go through a lot of uh, pre-approvals. Anybody can just simply spin up an instance and you know, building starts. The central team like uh, IT Finance will get uh, bills from various providers and now it is difficult for them to identify who consumed it and internally transfer that bill, split off uh, that bill to that so charge by global purposes. And that's the visibility approach. That's the informed phase essentially solves these allocation problems. When it comes to optimize in any cloud, there are a lot of opportunities to optimize the cost, right? By rate optimization as well as by usage optimization. Rate optimization is if I'm consuming continuously over a period of time, a specific uh, instance type of an instance family from a provider, uh, I might rather consider a volume discount options that provider gives me in terms of uh, reserved instances or a saving plan. So for the same on-demand cost, I can probably get good 30, 40, 60, sometimes 70% discount as well. I can even start using bring your eyes license and that kind of approach. When it comes to usage optimization, it's all about do I really have required that particular size? Did I over-provision it? If my usage patterns are telling me that over a period of time, my CPU and uh, memory usage is consistently being like less than 10%, less than 15%, am I now over-provisioning it by two notches? And then one size to immediate next size in a cloud is almost double the price. So by just cutting down to one size, I save like more than 50% already. So that's the operate phase and the optimized phase. In the operate phase, it's basically defining a baseline of all my consumption and attaching a KPIs, like which account is using what, like over a period of time, whether the trend is increasing by what percent, is the business growing by X percent. So tracking all these metrics as unit economics and uh, reporting, I think that's operations. In order to do any of this, what I need is identify a set of resources or a set of cloud assets which are incurring costs, which is getting a bill from the provider. I need to be able to attach it to a cost center or a project, an owner. So that's all the tagging is about in the FinOps world. That's good insight. That reminds me early on in the FinOps days, maybe five or six years ago before it was even probably called FinOps, we were working with a client and sort of what you described, they started just bringing in more and more cloud instances, both server and storage and network. And then at the end of the month, they got a bill and it would take them anywhere from 35 to 40 days to reconcile who was using it, was it authorized, what purchase order should it be billed against. And it wasn't taking an inordinate amount of time. And, and once we showed them how once they properly tagged their instances, it took that reconciliation from 45 days down to a week. Good thing is, good or bad, in the cloud, it's uh, very dynamic. So as the reconciliation taking time and it's retrospective, mm-hmm. by that time, already organizations would have spent much, much more already. Right? Getting a handle around it upfront and having a control on it with a metrics-driven approach is the key. And I think tagging helps 
as you like. It reminds me of the old days when we had cell phones and they would get your cell phone bill and it'd be about a half an inch thick because they would have every call, every minute that you did. And obviously it's the same thing. You're billing by small increments, which on their own are fairly inexpensive. But once you add them all up, there's stories where I was working on an acquisition at the time when we were at IBM and we were testing something. And my colleague, who's, who was a distinguished engineer, he's now a fellow, we were testing spinning up 20 node Hadoop clusters. Oh. We turn them on and then we forget to turn them off. Uh, and the, the company we were working with all of a sudden got a bill for $100,000 when the CFO said, hey, what is this? This is not in our budget. And that's actually how we started the initial thinking about cost management back then. Again, this is about 2015 or so. In, in the FinOps analogy of you got a, a crawl, walk, run, tagging is probably part of that crawling biz stage. If you don't put it in place, you can't manage what you can't measure and, so, and you can't improve what you can't manage or optimize what you can't manage. So you've got to start by being able to accurately measure things. My next question, I'll, I'll give you my perspective when you're finished, but what are some of the common pitfalls or challenges companies face when they're trying to align their tagging strategy with their FinOps operations? Yeah, excellent question, John, because now everybody realizes tagging is important. And then if I just go and just tag uh, without uh, having a right approach is again not going to help much because uh, too much tagging is ineffective and it, it doesn't help in uh, me grouping and uh, associating my objectives, right, from a business perspective or from a, because uh, my means of tagging, I'm actually to my consumption, to my asset data, my cloud infrastructure data, I'm bringing my business context into it. I'm bringing my organizational structure into it. I'm bringing my financial accounting aspects into it. So I can correlate all these aspects and actually make sense out of what where I'm spending, how much I'm spending, whether it is trending or not. So too sparse tagging is not going to help. Too much tagging is also not going to help. If we consider each tag as a key value pair, we have a tag and the number of values, a department equals to sales, a department equals to engineering, department equals to accounting. When I put all of them together, it should represent like a pie chart. As I said, each slice has a certain portion of it, and then I shouldn't be left with a big portion which is unknown, then it's not right tagging in general opinion. Choosing the right number of tags for a organization is very important without going with a, a tagging strategy by consulting the stakeholders and identifying their fundamental needs, why we are tagging, what we are tagging for, who's the owner. That's the first and foremost call we need to be looking for. The second thing is we need to have a right tagging schema in place with a standard nomenclature and taxonomy or the dictionary. So we don't invent a left free for the same thing. People will name different app, application name, application underscore name with all kind of mixed case, lower case, upper case. So they all mean the same. But if you don't have a standard practice taxonomy, even though we wanted to tag, it doesn't solve the purpose. Right? So that's another important thing. Then the third thing and foremost important thing is it's a continuous uh, process, actually. If we just do tagging as a one of a activity and leave it, then very quickly there will be new resources that are coming in and 
very quickly the it will go out of compliance. So I think these are the three key areas uh, we need to be keeping in mind. That that's exactly what I've seen in my travels. It's the the three bears and Goldilocks syndrome. You've got somebody that has nothing; they just never bothered it, or they I've seen in the opposite, as you alluded to, where it's so complicated and it's there's too many tags and the tags don't actually have any business value. They were put together by more maybe the technical or the operations team, but trying to get it from a governance and a cost management perspective, it was ineffective. So you got to get it just right. It doesn't have to be super complicated, but it's got to be there and it's got to be consistent. I you brought up the third point, which I really hadn't thought about, which is this is not a one and done thing. You, you can create a strategy, but you've got to continue like anything else because things change so fast today. It sounds like you've got to continually just make sure it's the right, you got the right tags. They're consistently deployed. They're actually driving business management results, governance, cost management, things like that, not just what data center or what server application does it go to so that's great insight and it can be even measured and dragged and that's what finox suggests in the crawl walk run as we mature we can shift left and embed some of these policies into the devops pipeline itself or the using azure the providers also having these policies so we can attach so every now and then uh, automatically and we can automate them so that uh, it runs and identifies all these violations and there's a report generated and sent to the appropriate uh, owners. So every, you know, now and then we know how we're doing on this tagging and so opportunity to fix it. Well, you you, you brought up a good point and, 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 an, int- and an interesting um, term, which I want to dive into a little bit because I'm not sure if all of our listeners have are, are familiar with it. But this concept of shifting left is, I think, really important. Um, and, and if you would... Just so people that don't know what shift left is, if you would give your perspective or your definition of it enough, I'll I'll give mine, but I'm assuming it's the same. Yeah, absolutely. So basically in this cost management or the FinOps, we structure it away, we tag it, we look at our spend and periodically we look at our spend and analyze it and do the allocations, all of that. But over a period of time, once we mature, once we improve the culture in the organization, so everybody follows their own and start to manage their own spend by design, then right from the beginning, like when I am choosing a server, I can already apply my FinOps policies on that. Am I right-sizing it already? Am I using my budget rightly? And did I tag it well? So embedding all those aspects at the time of provisioning itself is shifting left in this process, not after provisioning and I started consuming in the operation. So before it even existed, shifted left and applied these uh, learnings and uh, applied these uh, standards. So I, I avoided the cost in the first place. That's what I'm seeing. If you think about it, in order to have any kind of value, you mean in your business, your applications, all this infrastructure that you're trying to manage, whether it be in the public cloud, the private cloud, traditional data center, it's there to drive some sort of business value, and it's usually some sort of line of business or a business unit. If you think about it, in the traditional sense, you had to have the business unit that was driving the business application. You had enterprise IT that did the management and care and feeding of the infrastructure. And then, of course, you had finance, which was trying to make sure the costs were in control and so forth. As I alluded to earlier, an example, it took 
one of our clients 45 days to get IT, finance, and the business units on the same page. And I think as you shift left, it allows the businesses who really are getting the value or driving the value into the enterprise, it gives them more control on both the IT side of the business or in the infrastructure side, as well as the financial management side. And that way they can react faster. They have more accountability and in most cases be more agile and really deal with the, what they're trying to do, which is prove their business or sell more stuff or reduce their costs. Thank you for let's diving into that. So we've hit a lot of different things. What I like, I wrap this up. If the people that are listening to this podcast want to just get going, what would be in your mind, the first basic step to give somebody considering embarking on a FinApps tagging journey? Yeah, very good question, John. I think I would say the first step is again, identifying the right stakeholders and uh, formulating a tagging strategy, uh, which includes uh, kind of uh, coming up with the approved or agreed set of tags that, you know, we would want to use and do a little bit of design around it. Actually, there is a business aligned tagging and there is IT aligned tagging. So we need to associate what is the purpose for the tags that we identified and then who are the owners from that perspective. And then from a cost point of view, cost center or a business unit or line of business associating them. From a classification point of view, maybe identify what kind of data is actually deployed on these uh, servers or the storage component. And then from a functionality point of view, what business services are running on that? What is the criticality of that? Then, of course, the the business naming uh, perspective, what is the service name that is running on it? So if you can classify these like in these three, six or seven categories, which basically tells, gives the entire picture of this enterprise so infrastructure, what I'm running, what workflows is running, what processes are running, what services are running, what is the significance of that. I think that kind of gives a good handle. And I've seen some clients even did this very smartly because uh, they already have service now or uh, CMDBs uh, established, right? So if they have a unique ID for a service in that, uh, they would use that as one of their tag. So that answers most of the questions. So they have at least uh, in the tagging, a, a part of it, uh, they can get much more detail going into another system. I've seen link people linking it to the SAP IDs, to ServiceNow IDs, and uh, some clients who are using the TBM, the technology business management software, which has a lot more organizational hierarchies defined there, the business budgets are defined there. So always having that identifier Linking into a tagging is also something that avoids defining a whole lot of tags because you already have something established somewhere, you can link to that. Otherwise, it's an opportunity to define as many tags, but again, for the purpose. But I I would think you don't have to do this alone. That's usually what I tell people when you're getting started is get somebody that's been there, done that, helps, understands what, what works, what doesn't, especially what doesn't work. So that's another, I think, step that I always recommend to people is you don't have to just sit there and try to solve this problem all by yourself, particularly if you've never done it before. But I want to wrap it up. If you would summarize to our audience, just why do you think a a solid tagging strategy is imperative for a successful FinOps initiative? FinOps is not just about the cost savings. The end goal of FinOps is to generate more value out of every dollar that is spent on the cloud or on the infrastructure. 
So as a simplest use case, having a ta- solid tag strategy solves my cost allocation problem. Industry standard, like there is a, about 62% cost allocation is happening right, generally. And uh, people are struggling with where the other costs are, like who should pay for it. That's a typical problem statement in every client side. So now having a right tagging strategy will actually increase it to more than 90% very quickly. And there are still some shared costs that needs to be worked out using some strategy. But a good tagging strategy will look at that. That's the simplest form. In a complex use case like unit economics, there it requires multiple tags and the correlations. I want to be able to define my metric. For example, I'm a streaming company and one of the streaming companies, what they have done is they optimized their costs, infrastructure costs, and they went down to a level where they had to tweak the application feature. So that gave them millions of dollars of uh, cost saving. And however, that, that's fast forwarding or rewinding the streaming feature, uh, which kind of slows down, which is okay for many users like me, but maybe some users don't like it because they keep going back and forth. They want the same speed, right? But as a result of that, how many subscriptions are lost versus how much is saved, right? So this kind of analysis is addressed by kind of unique economics kind of use cases. It requires a lot more tags in a correlated way to be analyzed. So there's a complex way. So anywhere ranging from a simplest use case, cost allocation problem to a complex use case to do those business analysis and statistics. So where I company should actually spend more or less, I think that's where it, it helps. Excellent. Thank you, Sharini. This has been a great interview. I want to wrap it up with one more question. And that's how can people learn more and get started with their FinUp journey? Where would you recommend they go to? Yeah, absolutely, John. So I always prefer to go to the FinOps Foundation, finops.org. And they have a very good uh, the framework definitions and everything are there. And then uh, uh, there are articles like in adopting FinOps. I think that gives a very good starting point. Uh, also, there is a Cloud FinOps uh, book. The second edition is available recently published by O'Reilly. I think these two are good uh, references. Uh, but more than this, I think uh, one should, uh, as FinOps mentioned, you don't have to wait uh, long enough to become perfect. We should start crawling with uh, whatever we have and incrementally improve upon. So I would suggest to pick up a opportunity and start to address. Excellent. We will put links in the show notes for both binop.org and some of the other areas and resources that are available. So thanks again, Sharini. Appreciate it. My name is John Kuntz. Thanks for joining us on the Cloud Collective Podcast. And please don't forget to connect with Sharini directly on LinkedIn because that's another great source of information. And Thank you, John. Conclusion, you can succeed with managing and optimizing your cloud costs with FinOps, bringing financial accountability, predictability to the highly variable expenses of the cloud by creating an operating model between IT, finance, and business. Thanks again, Sharini. Thanks to all your listeners. Have a great day. Thank you, John. Thank you.